0: Dick whispered mournfully, engrossed in the incredible first-person view of a parkour master's headlong rush across impossible obstacles, and painfully aware she would never move like that again. She wasn't even aware she had said it aloud. "You'd be the first," Red muttered. "You'd be the." He skidded to a halt and screamed, "Oh! Oh!" Vicky gasped as she took in what he was seeing. It was so beyond not good that there weren't any words for how bad it was. Her mind went around in circles, frantically looking through her arsenal for an answer. The last time she'd been faced with one of these things, it had been up close and personal, yes, but an angel and an entire team of Atlantis Swart had come to a rescue. The thing was nowhere around, and SWAT was a long way away. And her team, oh God, her team looked so broken. They huddled together under bulwark, under a dim and fluctuating force field, and towering over them, magnificent in the harsh light of the vault, was a death spear. The spear hovered and hummed in place, its arms thrashing wildly. Two of them ended in broken stumps, crackling wildly with exposed energy. The camera he thought wildly. Sculpt so shot out the cameras. Oh, good girl. But it hadn't been enough. The spear was stealing about, bringing its tentacles down in mighty blows. Armor flew through the air until finally a tentacle bounced off Bulwark's shield. The spear paused, then brought all its remaining arms down, down, and struck to destroy the huddled group of heroes. Bulwark stood, defiant, but even from Red's distant vantage point he could tell he was hurt. Harmony, wrapped frantically around him, screamed and recoiled from every blow, her cries mingled with pain and terror. Bala was tending to scope, who lay motionless, blood flowing freely from her eyes. Acrobat bounced in agitation, seemingly trapped beneath the very shield that was saving his life. How the hell have they ever gotten a death spear down here in the first place? Vicky wondered. Where had they hidden it? The dome, Red growled. It came from the dome. The hunters and wolves were just the advanced sentries. This is the vault real guardian. Overwatch! We need. What? Vicky screamed. I have no freaking clue. Red screamed back. It's in the air. I can't reach it with magic. I, I don't have... Magic again? Red snarled. Remember the last time you used your magic? Well, what would you suggest? Vicky shouted, now as angry as she was terrorized. I can't short out its systems. I don't know what they are. I can't hack it. I don't have a port or a wireless link to it. Echo but not pack up for you down there. Magic is all I've got. Then the answer came to her in a burst of icy clarity. It was time. Time to call in that favor, one she had earned so long ago she had almost forgotten it. A favor from another time, another place, another wiki. A favor, strangely enough, born of simple friendship. Back then, She'd never thought she'd ever have reason to use it. Red, she said, her voice surprisingly calm and steady. Please hold very still. I need your skin contact on the ground. For what? You need to be my tail. I'm calling an earth elemental. You need me to what and huh? I need you to hold that position and be very still. I'm going to... Red bolted upright. Are you insane? Do you know how unstable an elemental summoning is? Once you lose control, you can't get it back. And just how the hell does he know that? Can you take on that thing alone? She demanded harshly. He didn't answer. In the distance, they watched as a half dozen tentacles crashed down on the failing shield. Harmony fell away from Bulwark as he dropped to one knee. She collapsed on the floor and he didn't move. We don't have time for this, Vicky said. And for a brief moment, she felt that old Vicky come alive. The soldier. The commander. Now shut the hell up and plant your hand on the floor. Red uttered a few choice oaths and slammed his palms down on the ground. Hold still. Most spells were complicated. This one wasn't. As simple as the friendship that found her and the elemental she affectionately called Herbert. She took a deep, deep breath, reached inside for the memory, pulled energy from the earth her mother, channeled that same energy through the earth her mother to the genie and called one of her children. Herbert, honey, bad things had happened. I need help. I need you. Please. Never forget the please. It was the difference between her and, well, other people who would try to coerce the elemental kind. Mom would murder me if I even thought about coercing an elemental. There was always, always that little voice in the back of her head, commenting on everything. But she wasn't listening right now. Because now... She saw the camera view shuddering as the ground shook, as if with an earthquake. Well, there was an earthquake going on, a very local one. Red's head and view snapped to the right as an avalanche of small stones relatively small compared to what was emerging cascaded down the rock face of the vault bouncing off the topped armor there with agonizing slowness something roughly the shape of a man separated itself from the wall leaving behind the herbert shaped hole that was almost the height of the interior of the vault the head turned blindly in red's right direction the head turned blindly in red's right direction and the creature made a sound like the earth groaning an unintelligible question. Pull off your earpiece. Point at him. For once, did ignored you. The camera showed his hand shoving something in the direction of the elemental. There! Vicky screamed through the earphone, amplifying it with magic. Herb, there! They hurt mother to make monsters. They hurt Vicky! They hurt my friends. One thing that she could do with her magic against that sphere, she could light it up like a Christmas decoration for Herb. And she did. The elemental turned its shapeless head towards the death sphere and made another sound. If you could describe the sound of a volcano as angry, this was that sound. Get it, Herb! Get it! Vicky screamed strode across the expanse of floor, each step crunching into armor and flattening it. Vicky had not seen the mountain at work, but she had the feeling it had looked a lot like this. With another roar, Herb wrapped his stony arms around the sphere, and the fight was on. Hold on! Pull off its arms! Hurt it! The sphere didn't need cameras now. The target was grappling with it. The energy cannons on that side whined as they charged up, and blasts of ashenic light pounded the elemental's torso and legs. Huge chunks blasted free, pulverized into powder that filled the air, along with the smoke of overheated rock. In moments, Herb was half himself. The element was made of sterner stuff than the Kriegs could have ever anticipated, though, as the cannon powered down to recharge he reached into the floor at his feet and pulled up a huge slab of the marble flooring and the ground underneath to replenish himself. In moments, he was back to his original bulk. He tried to rip a tentacle out and couldn't, tried again, and made a whining, frustrated sound. "'Herb!' Vicky shouted, realizing the creed metal was too strong. "'Herb, get a pointy thing! Hit it with the pointy thing!' The head shape swiveled ponderously. Vicky lit up one of the giant swords from the armor lying near Red, one with an arm still attached. Herb didn't go after the sword, however. He reached down, picked up an entire suit of armor near his feet, and using the whole suit like the hilt of a tool, began to hack away the tentacle. Good boy! That's right! Good boy! Keep hitting! The tentacles separated with a shriek of hot metal. Herb tossed it aside and grabbed another. Whatever was in charge of the sphere registered the fact that it was in trouble. The sphere tried to escape. Herb wasn't having any. Hold on to it, Vicky screamed. Hit it! Hit it! With dogged determination, Herb held on to two tentacles in one hand as the rest frantically retracted into the body of the ship. He shifted his attentions to the spear itself, hacking out it with the armor and sword with all the enthusiasm of Sweeney Todd making meat pie. Not even a death spear could hold up under a battering like that. The spear dented, dented more, then started to split. Sparks showered out of it, and it spun on the tethered ends of its tentacles. Herb kept hacking. Vicky expected the thing to explode. It didn't. It just emitted a metallic scream and dropped to the floor. Herb stood there for a moment, as if waiting for it to come back to life. When it didn't, he flung the battered and unrecognizable armor aside and clapped his hands gleefully, pebbles showering down from each snag. The pebbles bounced off Bulwark's weakening shield. Herb, Vicky called, careful. No hurt. Herb's head swiveled again and he caught sight of the team still huddling together, still protected by Bull's force field. More enemies. He wouldn't let his friend down. Herbert was strong. Herbert never failed Vicky. Caught in the rush of the battle, he roared and picked up another suit of armor. Brandishing it, he headed for the half dome of the shield. No! Red screamed his voice lost in the company of Earl's charge. The elemental reared back and brought his weapon down. The sword caught the shield on a strange angle, and Herbert uttered a confused rumble and yelp as it bounced awkwardly off to the side. And beneath him, Red watched as Bulwark staggered to his feet, one arm outstretched in defiance, his other arm hanging useless at his side. And Red was struck with a moment of horror, as bull's legs shook and buckled beneath him. bull crumpled and fell. This, Red roared again, in a dead sprint toward the stone behemoth. This is what magic gets you. Herb glanced up, watched Red tumble towards him, and then looked down again. The shield was tough. He knew he was tougher. He could beat it. No! Red screamed as he flew over more armor. God damn! Herb raised his weapon again. Stinkin'! Herb's face shifted, grimaced, as he leaned back for the killing blow. Magic! Red hurled the earpiece at the elemental in a futile gesture, maybe hoping to attract its attention. But this was exactly what Dicky wanted, she shoved her own magic energy into it, powering it with magic instead of Red's body heat and kinetic energy. Herb! She shrieked, using magic to multiply the sound of her voice a hundredfold and letting her fear and hysteria come through. No! Friends! Do not touch! The earpiece fell to the ground, rolling end over end and came to a stop at Herb's feet. It was the sound of a friend that stopped him. His friend. His only friend. Through the ages, countless attempts had been made to harness the raw power of elementals. They had been chained, both literally and figuratively, bent and broken, and forced to do the will of their masters. But never for long. The consensus, after far too many documented cases of mages destroyed by their futile efforts, driven by their lust for power, was that elements control was simply impossible for any appreciable length of time. It never occurred to any of them to the one. At least, not until Vicky gave it a try. The behemoth paused, tilting its head towards the tiny device on the floor. No hurt. Friends to Vicky. Friends to Herb. Friends to Mother. Her voice broke for a moment on a strangled sob of relief that he was listening. She spoke soothingly, one old friend to another. Earth elementals were slow to anger and slow to cool. When enraged, they reverted to the temper and understanding of a four-year-old. Calm down, baby. It's okay now. you saved Vicky's friends. They'll want to be your friends now, too. The creature made an inquiring sound. Herbert had always been one of the easier Earth elementals to work with. He was definitely quicker on the uptake than most. As she watched him, she could tell when the anger petered out and his intelligence started to come back. My friends came here to find out what the bad people were doing, and the bad people sent metal monsters to hurt them. They're hurt bad. I couldn't help them. That's why I called you. Sweetie, you did a great job. She cleared her throat. Bulwark, drop the shield. Say hi to Herb. He's interpreting the shield as offensive. No, Red shouted. But the shield came down. Bella looked up fearlessly. Or maybe at this point she was just so far beyond fear it didn't matter. Hi, Herb. I come shake whatever you call a hand, but have badly hurt people here. Thanks for saving us, she said. And went back to tending scope, harmony, and bulwark, dividing her attentions among all three of them. Herb knelt clumsily down beside them and made the interrogative rumble, and then one that sounded hurt and sad. Vicky heaved a sigh of relief. She knew Herb. He was sad. He was a lot like Chug. He hated it when anything living was hurt. Gimme the sit, Jimmy said, landing next to Bella. Harms out cold, Bella replied, as she checked Woolworth's broken arm. she has got some bad bruises. She was probably taking some of the beating while aiding Bull. Scoob's got severe old trauma, and Bull's trying to pretend he's invulnerable. But he's not quite pulp. She gave Red a quick glance. Rolling her eyes, she pulled off her jacket and threw it at him. And put that away. You're scaring the children. Red grunted his thanks and tied the jacket around his waist. And how are you doing, Bruno? Acrobat stood in shock, no longer bouncing in agitation. Red question took a moment to register, but when it did, he looked down at his decimated team, then up at the Grinning Stone Elemental. He shot Red a crazed look. I'm, I'm freaking out, man. How do you think I'm doing? Herb bundled. Somehow it sounded comforting, or at least like an attempt to comfort. Acrobat stared up at Herb, numb, and shook his head. Not helping, dude, but, uh, thanks. Herb is trying to tell you he understands. Vicky's voice came distorted out of the earpiece lying on the floor next to Bella. Someday I'll tell you stories. Herb made another noise. He wants to know how you think you're getting out. Good question, Jeannie said. That's the way we came. We could pick up harm, scope, and... He paused to speculate the wave of Bulwark's massive frame. Yeah, good question. Path behind you should be clear, Vicki suggested. I could leave an echo rescue team to you. We don't have time for that, Bella interrupted. Harm might be okay, she might be, but Bull and Scope need more than I can do for them. I'm talking full-on ICUs and med staff, and they need them now. Damn it, Red muttered. There's <laughs> no way out of this place fast enough. No safe way, in any case. The relative silence was shattered by the bellow of five or six old-fashioned clasps. A glaring light at the top of the room was replaced with flashes of red. Ah, come on! Red screamed, coming to his feet, his hands clenched in fury. The earpiece spluttered with curses. What? Acrobat yelled. What is that? Goldman was a sore loser, Vicky screeched, sounding as angry as she was fearful. I'm reading a huge spike in the power grid right under you. The place is setting up to blow. Bella screamed something unintelligible and infuriated. No, no, no! Damn it, no! Acrobat began to bounce again. Red simply let himself sink to the ground. Safe in her chair, Vicky hugged herself, tears of exhaustion and frustration burning her eyes. She had. nothing. Exactly nothing. She'd have to have time to study the place to stop the explosion. She'd have to know the schematics. Have to... She shook as her senses felt a surge in the energy core. They had seconds. Seconds. She had nothing. They were all going to die, and she'd hear it happen and wouldn't be able to do a damn thing about it. Over the pickup mic, still unread, She heard Herb rumble. He was puzzled. The noise caused Red to turn his head. Herb was confused. He knew something was wrong, but he wasn't equipped to tell what it was. Herb Oh God, I can't I've got to. Herb Honey I would you? He choked. Oh, honey, this is going to be hard for you. Dangerous. You might. You might not. You might go to sleep forever. But the cave you're in is going to blow up in about a minute. Herb interrupted her with an angry rumble. The others were utterly frozen, listening to them both and only understanding her side of the conversation. That's right, huh? Like the bomb tests here. My friends. Herb rumbled again, cutting her off. Her heart practically stopped as Herb opened up his own chest with both hands, creating a hollow big enough for them all. With a floor-shaking thud, Herb dropped one of his shovel-like hands down beside Bella and Bull and rumbled authoritatively. He's going to take you out of there. Get full and scope into his hands. She shouted. Hurry! You've got a minute at the most. You heard the woman. Move! Red shouted. Together they lifted their falcon into Herb's outstretched palm and climbed aboard. Red paused only to retrieve his earpiece and hopped in last. The rock closed in around them. It was hot in there and dark and Acrobat started making choking sounds. How are we going to breathe? He gasped in panic. How are we? Herb will make air for you. Vicky sobbed out of the speaker of the earpiece as their tiny cave lurched from side to side. If it, it, it was just him, he could swim through the rock, but he has to keep you guys in a bubble of air. He has to make the air, and he has to keep you from getting hurt at the same time, and... He became incoherent for a moment. It, it's hurting him. It's killing him. He, he said he had to do it. He had to. Because he's my friend. And you're my friend. And that's what a friend would do. And for the rest of the journey to the surface, there was only the sharp, muffled sound of a sudden detonation. And then silence. They only knew they had arrived when their cave stopped moving. And a moment later it cracked open. Red was out first. They were in a desert, miles from anywhere, which only made sense. He turned back to the creature that had carried him, in a sense, in his heart. It had crawled out onto the flat hard pan. And it He looked curiously lifeless. A moment later, pieces began to fall off, crumbling into sand. As Red watched, numb, while the rest of the team pushed their way out, carrying me unconscious, the entire elemental turned into another dune. Overwatch, he said tentatively. There was no answer, although he thought he could hear what sounded like muffled, heartbroken weeping. Red closed his eyes and shut off his palm unit. Thanks, Hope, he whispered. Hell of a job. He exhaled and heard the sirens in the distance. When he opened his eyes, he saw Bella jumping up and down. Waving frantically. A dust storm was approaching. No, not a storm. The dust was lit by swirling lights of emergency vehicles, and above, echo swifts speeding towards them on silent wings. They were safe. Ricky stared dully at the cold cup of coffee. Beside it were flat cans of soda. She hadn't managed to choke down more than a sip of any of them. At least the team was all right. Even Scope. Especially Scope. She was going to get her eyes back. Bulwark was on the mend. Jeannie no longer looked like he'd been parboiled and disjointed. No thanks to her. No, it was all thanks to Herb. She scrubbed the back of her glove across her eyes and finally forced herself to pick up the cups, the cans that had accumulated around her while she sat and cried and beat herself up. She hauled them all to the sink and began dumping them out, one by one. There was a tap on the window above the sink. Gray, she said hoarsely, I am not in your mood. Let yourself in. The tapping persisted. Vicky felt the tears come. She fought the trembling in her lips and brought her hand up to wipe at her eyes. Stupid cat, she gulped as she reached up to open the window. The tiny rock man, barely three inches high, beamed at her. And began jumping up and down, clapping his hands in glee. He had found his friend. He began to dance. With a shock of recognition, Vicky opened her window, folded her arms on the sill, and rested her head on them. The rock man paused to lean up and embrace the tip of her nose, then returned to his dance of joy. He began Chirp in shrill whistles and clicks, Vicky smiled, of course, herb she said, gathering him up in her hand and bringing him inside. Of course, you can come we <laughs> will <laughs>